This is Don't Panic, episode number 376, recorded December 4th, 2023. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Don't Panic, the technology podcast on gadgets, the internet, and you. I'm Sean Jennings, joined by two guys who, like me, have great-looking hair that causes them to look like they have huge foreheads. It's Dan and Colby. Hello, gentlemen. Damn. Got, got the biggest. We all, we all got the quaff back, but I every time I put my face up to the camera, I'm like, my forehead looks huge. <laughs> I feel like that's more of a camera angle problem than anything. Is that what it is? From a distance, it looks exce- Well, it's one of those you just fear the hairline creep. You know, so <laughs> it's it's coming for We're us, getting old, you know? gentlemen. I got some grays in there. I don't know if you can see. Ugh. Yeah, it's, it's the world, man. Where is you down? And, and I hear the world is kicking both of your asses lately. Yes, I look forward to not getting on an airplane in the next year, <laughs> but I, I don't think I'll be able to pull that off. I don't know. All right. No, it's nothing bad. It's just too much. It's just every two months is just too often. I've <laughs> I've determined. That's how I feel. I felt I feel like I flew like every three weeks for like four sets of three weeks. And I'm just over it. I just don't I don't want to do it anymore. It's not worth it. Stay home. <laughs> you know, it is funny. We spend all these all this money on these homes and we're never in them. <laughs> right and then what you a spend waste. a bunch of money to fly away from <laughs> and stay in a different place that isn't the place you own yeah meanwhile yeah and you're still paying for things at the place that you're uh you purchased yeah like someone to come in and water your plants yeah and electricity and stuff i, I have an annoying speaking of houses i have an annoying um uh home improvement topic mm. so bring it on I don't think I showed you this when you were all here, but the our door frame, if you were standing in the door and you turned to look at the door frame, it is like, woo, it's it's warped. The door frame itself is square, but the thing that the door rests against is uneven. Um, and so weather stripping causes it to be, if you put weather stripping around the entire door, you cannot close the door. Um, and I have not yet had the patience to apply the weather stripping just into the places where, like, I, I've gotten there pretty good, but right now the door is very difficult to close. What I need is thinner weather stripping. I don't know if there's a mm. a solution here beyond replacing the entire door frame, which sounds like one of those expensive things. <laughs> it's attached to the is- rest of the... Like, how thin... I mean, the, 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 I got the wire cutter recommended weather stripping, which is not super thin. Mm. Um, it's like hollow plastic, so it can only squish down so much. But what I, what I want is like a piece of felt, like (laughs) that thin, (laughs) I think is what I need. Uh, oh, and I during the summer, I just took all the weather stripping off because I was like, well, forget this. I have to slam the door every time I close it. Um, which, but uh, now it's it, cold. Yeah. So this which door is this now? Your the front door, the front door. And you don't do you ha- is I'm trying to remember. Uh, you don't have a screen door on it, a storm door. I do in the summertime, but I don't. It it just lifts off the hinges and I I put it away because it turns out that in the winter, something happens and it's very difficult to close the screen door. Something, something would, something, something. Mm. So that is, I suspect, why it was not attached when we moved into the house. So I, I detached it. But that, that's another thing is it's remarkable. And the down, the back door in the downstairs, I don't know if you looked at it. It is shockingly, like, tightly integrated with the door frame. There's no weather stripping. There's... No um, thingy that hangs on the bottom. No, it's just a piece of wood that just so happens to precisely fit the door frame, <laughs> which is cool. Um, but I don't know why the front door has the warping problem. The bottom door doesn't. 
Yeah, houses move much more than you would think. It shocked me. I, I was having an issue with the smart lock on my front door, and I wasn't in love with it anyway, so I'm like, I'm gonna, I'll get a new one, a better one. And I put it in. Turns out the problem is that the bolt doesn't line up perfectly with the hole in the frame because it's moved a little over time. So the motor goes like to like push it in and it misses. <laughs> so it won't go in. And I'm like, oh, this was such a waste. Um, it was frustrating. And I'm not... The problem is you can't drill a new hole slightly to the side of the existing hole. It doesn't really work that way. So frustrating. You, do you know what well, I tell you about the chiseling? Yes. We had the, yeah. So maybe that's what you need to do. If you want to make an existing hole slightly larger in a solid piece of wood, a chisel is apparently the way to do it. No, I just manually lock my smart lock. Uh, I'm, I'm way too lazy. Um, it still unlocks itself, so it's not too bad. <laughs> Well, um, a couple, right, when we left for Thanksgiving, we configured the smart lock which we to do something we hadn't previously had it do, which was to auto lock if mm -hmm. it remains unlocked for a certain amount of time. And because we were gone, I was like, well, I'll set it to, well, I think someone was coming like f to over to do something. And so I had set it for just one minute. If it's unlocked for more than a minute, then lock it. But the smart lock has no idea if the door is closed. Oh, it doesn't um, sense it. Yeah. And so this had been fine, but it was something in the back of my mind. Until last night, we had like four people over and they're filing in or saying hi. And then I go to close the door and I install the weather stripping. So the door, you have to close it with a lot of force to get it to close. As I'm closing it, the one, the 60 seconds has expired and the little deadbolt comes out and bam, it just. <laughs> uh, so now there's a little teeny tiny hole in the inside of the door frame, too. <laughs> um so I changed that to five minutes. <laughs> Doors. Who needs them? We do. Yeah. Walls leak a lot less. Uh yeah, you know, walls are more energy efficient than doors. Yeah, windows are pretty inefficient. Have you ever done... So here in Massachusetts, you can call the state and they'll come out and do an energy audit of your home. I was just reading about this. No, I haven't done it. Um, but I can feel, I know where the problems are. This is an old house um, in a place that didn't used to get that hot that just had a oil burning furnace running all the time. So yeah, the there's no insulation on any of the windows downstairs. Uh, I suspect that the roof is pretty good. I did read that the roof is usually the number one source of, of leakage. Um, mm. And that's relatively new with the insulation and everything. So I suspect that's okay. But the windows, yeah, if you're, if you're in the bathroom in the winter time, you, you can feel the wind blowing. Uh, <laughs> well, it's not great. I, I, what's I, again, I don't know if it's different in Washington. What's nice about Massachusetts. If you have the come out, their recommendations, you get them for free or reduced cost because you pay every month into the electricity program. And like a mm -hmm. dollar out of your electricity bill goes into this fund. So you can get, I got all new insulation for free. I got a bunch yeah. of other stuff for free which was nice. And they do the, um, for, for Christmas this year, my father lives in my grandmother's home, uh, which true story she bought back in the fifties for $5,000. Um, so return on investment there. But, uh, I bought them a nest thermostat for Christmas because they call me constantly to fiddle with their less fancy thermostat, but I'll get a hundred bucks back on the nest thermostat through the mass save program. So good to good to know your local uh, your local rules. I hope my my dad occasionally watches the show. So sorry, buddy. <laughs> Spoiled. The I was prompted to get new windows installed in my apartment because one night I I was either sick or I couldn't sleep and I was laying on the couch and there was like uh you know, it was like a nor'easter and I was laying on the couch next to the windows and it like Things things on the windowsills were blowing in the breeze. The fully closed windows, and I was very cold. So that was that was my incident <laughs> at three in the morning. I was like, "Oh my god!" Looking up like window <laughs> window installers in <laughs> in Boston. Well, damn! Seattle City Light just gives you a PDF on how to do your own energy audit. <laughs> oh. Oh, lame. It is quite long and it has pretty illustrations, but 
that's good. Yeah. No, when the guy comes out, the, the he came out and he put like all this gear and equipment on everything, like tech equipment. I I didn't know how all of it worked. And he read, he it was funny because he hooked it all up and then he started the test. The test like how air secure your home is basically. And my house was so leaky, it didn't register. Duh. He was like, I cannot tell you, there is no way for me to measure it because it is so leaky that I can't even get a reading on the machine. I said, I, that does not surprise me. And that's how I ended up with all new windows and doors and insulation and all that sort of, sort of stuff. <laughs> Should have done that yeah, before. I, I was reading there. that they like replace your door with something that blows air in and then they yes. attach a bunch of stuff to the other things. It sounds It's cool. wild. It's, they set it all up. It's got a fan and it, it, it monitors. It'll give out a number um, to, to your house. It is. It's very interesting. That's cool. What else is going on, gentlemen? Anything? I do want to clear up one thing. You guys, fantastic episode last week. Big fan. You knocked it out of the park. Um, I had I did no to, memory. <laughs> you you did great. Or you okay. didn't. Uh, no, you did oh, great. Oh, right. The, the coffee, coffee episode. episode. Which I was also not that disappointed I missed because I would have added basically nothing because I haven't <laughs> tried much and I just make K-Cups every day. So it was interesting <laughs> to listen to, not participate in. I did want to clear up, though, right at the top. Uh, you guys, I missed the episode and you guys were thought I was out closing business deals over martinis. And I want to mm. stress it was not that kind of work dinner. <laughs> um, I was merely entertaining a new salesperson we had hired. And there's a list of people who have to take them out to dinner. And when everybody cancels, I'm last on the list. Um, and the guy was very nice, but we uh, we ate and we drank and it ran very late. So my apologies for missing it, but I was not closing any kind of deals. I was merely entertaining someone from out of town, which I'm sure you guys have done in, in your careers as well. Gotcha. You were like actually, no, <laughs> no, actually. Yeah. I, no it, one, it's no really bad. <laughs> well, it's cause I'm a, they, they, it, they always at minimums have to send a manager. And I am literally the last manager where it's like when all the other managers say no, it's like, well, Sean, you're the only one left with a credit card. So you have to, like, take the guy out to dinner. I had to do it again uh, uh, last week as well. So, um, you know. So it's a real burden. Sean, oh, I was just going to make a joke. Sean is the, the Laura Roslin of Don't Panic. Sean doesn't get the reference right over Does my Col head. Colby get the reference. There we go. There we go. Is that the, the Battlestar Galactica president? Yes. Or, yes. well, not the, the whatever, the education secretary. Secretary was, of I education. Was, yeah. Right. I was thinking of the uh, Kiefer Sutherland show called The Designated Survivor. Yes. Which is. Which See, is, that's uh, a reference I get. Yes. A more modern times. Uh, the premise is exactly the same as Battlestar Galactica. Everyone else dies, and he becomes the president. Uh, and some of them are robots. That's not true. Are they? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I didn't get that. I, well, the show only ran a couple seasons. I don't know. Maybe they were robots. That, that would have made it a lot better. Uh, guys, are you ready to get into today's activity? I'm so excited. So I, I have got a real treat for you. I've uh, brought many various uh, challenges and trivia and interactive things over the years, and I've been dying to do this concept. And you guys are the perfect guys to do it with. Tonight, we're doing the first ever Don't Panic Real or Fake Challenge. So I've written a series in a bunch of different categories of things that are real and things that are fake. Couldn't be simpler. All you have to do is identify if it's one or the other. Simple enough, but you're working together. I want to stress that it's not competitive. It's a team sport. You're beating the dealer, me, to right. see either A, if you can figure it out, or B, if I'm any good at writing fake things, because maybe I just blew it completely. <laughs> are you up for the challenge? Sure. Yes. Okay, so uh, these are totally going to be a bunch of different random things that just came into my head over the past couple months, and I've been keeping notes. One of the things I find interesting, are you guys familiar with private equity? companies oh. that own a bunch of other companies i'm extreme this was lena's whole career i'm extremely familiar well not not as <laughs> much as people who make this their whole career but as as familiar as someone can be who did not work on this i think 
Well, I, private equity fascinates me for a number of reasons, but one reason is one company can own the most bizarre combination of other companies. So what I've done is I've picked a few private equity firms, and I'm going to read you some businesses they own. Five. Three are real, two are fake. You have to see which of the companies are real and fake. So I'm going to start with Blackstone, one of the biggest out there, massive. I'm going to name five things. Two are fake, three are real. Here you go. In no particular order, and then you guys can debate this. Which of these does Blackstone actually own? Uh, And by own, either wholly own or, or own a large piece of, okay? The Weather Channel. Legoland. Bridgestone Tires. Panera Bread, and the Michael's Craft Store chain. I'll read that again. Blackstone, uh, the Weather Channel, Legoland, Bridgestone Tires, Panera Bread, and the Michael's Craft Store chain. <laughs> Three are real, two are fake. Well, this actually is whenever I meet some of Lena's private equity colleagues. There's only one joke I can make. Well, there's two, but one of my favorite ones is a a chart I saw online that I wish I had saved. It was a two by two grid. And on one side, it said black and and stone, I think. On the other side, it said fire and bridge. And then at the intersections, it was evil private equity firm, evil private equity firm, which I think is Blackstone (laughs) and, and... Black Rock. Black Rock, yes. And then the it was evil private military contractor, which is uh, the other one, um, and then Bridgestone Tires. Yeah, <laughs> black. Yeah, yeah. So Legoland, I didn't think was going to be its own company. Blackwater, that's what it was. Blackwater. Yes. So it must have been Blackwater Bridgestone. And then at the intersections, yeah. Um, wow. Is Lego is Lego Land its own company? I would have thought Lego Land was either was owned by Lego. Uh, it's well, real or fake? Who knows? <laughs> I would say it's probably licensed. Uh, in, in the same way, uh, there's a Sesame Street uh, amusement park that isn't owned by them. It's licensed. I think Sean made this one up because I don't think Lego Land is its own company. Okay, so that's that's one. That's one. Colby, do you, do you have one in that list you think is fake? I'm willing to buy Legoland. I think... What do we have? So, I mean, it seems... I put it in the chat, by the way, so you wouldn't have to remember. Oh, look at Thank you. Thank you. So smart. Oh, I'll, I'll do my best to help you out here. Wrong, wrong chat. So wait, hang on. Maybe let me ask a clarifying question, Sean. Yes. Are these brands that uh, whoever it is own, or are these comp? You know what I mean. Like, th- could some of they these companies the- have other parent companies that are not this that are that are in turn owned by mm. Blackstone or whatever? Yes. Okay. Oh man. Never mind I- then. <laughs> I, I was going to say, they, I doubt that the Weather Channel and Panera Bread and Michaels are independent companies anymore either. Totally. Panera is so bad now. It's got to be owned by a private <laughs> Oh, that's too bad. It's got to be private equity. Yeah. <laughs> I think that... Um, I think it's not possible that Bridgestone Tires... <laughs> I mean, I, I know it's possible, but... I think it'd be too, like, the name overlap is too weird, and I have to pick that one. Yeah, I I would agree with you. Um, I think if I was looking at this, and I, and I wanted to know, because private equity wants to take companies that take money and turn it into more money, and have those companies turn that money into even more money. Mm. And I don't think there's that much more money to be made in tires you stock tires in stores the stores you have to have lots of them and you sell the tires they kind of have to sell them at market rate so i don't think that's a great acquisition target um similarly maybe with michael's maybe there's an online component though uh Mm. 
but like the Weather Channel, Legoland, Panera Bread, those seem, especially Panera Bread, seems more like a struggling business, but though maybe it is struggling because of its involvement with private equity, but that could be turned around and they and they like to think that they can do that. And whatever media conglomerate owns the Weather Channel and or Legoland similarly, so so maybe you're convincing me. I would maybe drop Michaels and Bridgestone tires because, like, what is Michaels? What are you going to do with Michaels? But the other ones, I could at least see an argument that they are under under leveraged. So is that is that your final answer, Michaels and Bridgestone tires? Well, Colby and I are working together, so I, I don't want oh. to. Um, well, you got to agree, right? I, I put it to Colby. Oh, you changed your mind from Legoland. Yes, you you convinced me. Okay, I'll go with that. Okay, uh, you guys scored fifty percent. So uh, Bridgestone Tires is not owned by them. I made Good that job, one up. Colby. Michaels mm-hmm. is owned by them. Uh, the other fake one is Panera Bread. Uh, they actually do own Legoland and the Weather Channel. In fact, Dan, because you asked, uh, they actually own the entire uh, Bush Gardens family of parks, including SeaWorld and Legoland. Wow. There you go. Now, who, Sean, who are the corporate daddies of Panera Bread? <laughs> you know, I you were saying one thing I didn't do was um, look these up ahead of time. I don't make the, uh, <laughs> the Shineheart wig company. Um, well, it's John Panera. <laughs> we, obviously. Laura, Laura and I watched that episode of 30 Rock over dinner like 20 minutes ago where, where he pulls down the org chart <laughs> <laughs> for the, to explain to Tracy what company will make the Tracy Jordan uh, They are owned by JAB Holding Company, a uh, private company from Luxembourg that also owns Pete's Coffee, Caribou Coffee, Einstein Brothers Bagel, uh, 67% of Keurig, uh, all of Krispy Kreme, and Predamanger. Manger. Manger. Um, wow. So a bit of a food. So they are private equity, privately owned. Uh, hmm. All right. I got another list for you here. Um, another three real, two fake. This from KKR. Again, one of the biggest in the private equity space. Uh, Del Monte Foods. PetSmart. America's Best Eyewear. Simon & Schuster Publishing. Hoover vacuums. Two are fake, three are real. Del Monte Food, PetSmart, America's Best Eyewear, Simon & Schuster Publishing, Hoover vacuums. Uh, what is Del Monte Food? I was going to say, there are two of these I have not heard of. Oh, Del Monte, they're massive. It's uh, like uh, canned vegetables. Like they're in your local supermarket for sure. Okay. And Simon Schuster is, is a publishing house, so books and magazines and things like that. I feel like PetSmart and the food thing, like, those feel like of a category. Maybe Hoover is also Wait, so- in the same category. <laughs> Hoover is the vacuum company, right? Yes. Yes, that I... Can you buy a Hoover vacuum? No? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I I just haven't really noticed them. I guess. Um, it's funny. Lena used to work for KKR, and her uh, ambulance company is owned by KKR. So it's too bad that one isn't on here. Um, That's funny. <laughs> and uh, get her in here. They are yeah. They are trying to uh, charge her a ton of money. Um, which is funny. Yes, if only I could I could phone a friend. Um, so I at least know that KKR owns an ambulance company, which, I don't know, is most related to America's Best Eyewear, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I tried to pick the, like, like, household name sort of companies. Sure. Um, there's certainly a lot of no-name companies that they own as well. All right. Uh, I'm using the same logic as before. Um, Simon and Schuster seems complicated. I don't think I would want to own Simon and Schuster if I was a a private equity company. You've got like, hmm. 
you're competing with all the other publishers. It's like super low margin, but you have to, it's also like not low margin, like a tire company. You have to employ editors and people with really specialized skills. This is true. So I would guess that a private equity company would not want to get into that. Don't you make money on books forever though? Well, I guess not. Right. Until the copyright runs out. Well, the copyright never runs out anymore. I don't think, but I, yeah, I, I guess in theory, if it keeps selling, but I also have to imagine that most books, you know, peter out pretty quickly and, but I, I don't know what the economics of those companies are. Right. So that, that is my one guess, but uh, it's purely, I'm just making shit up. I, and it, it didn't work out super well last time, my logic. Well, I guess it wasn't terrible. 50-50. What, sorry, I got so distracted by thinking about books that I didn't um, listen to the rest of your answers. <laughs> That was it. I only said Simon and Schuster. It was the only one I could. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, the other ones are all kind of of a kind, except for Hoover. I guess uh, Hoover and Del Monte are like products. We mix stuff. Mm-hmm. And PetSmart and America's Best Eyewear. Is America's Best Eyewear a retail chain? Uh, yeah, I believe they have physical locations. I know they're definitely online. Yes. Yeah. I think eh. I think I I think that Hoover is the other one that is not because food like we're all buying food all the time forever until we die. PetSmart same thing like you're buying stuff for your pet forever until they die. Uh glasses I can't see anymore. I'll be buying glasses forever for the rest of my life probably. So, like, those are all books. I don't know. I mean, I'll probably be buying books, too, but I feel like Dan observed correctly that it's complicated. Like, I feel like glasses are a solved problem. And <laughs> you're just doing you're doing the overhead to, like, why do you have to have new frames and, like, you know, churn people out some glasses. But mostly, you know what to do. Like, vacuums are... A, you're not buying a vacuum every year. I don't know. I yeah. I think so. Simon so are we Schuster landing on Simon and Schuster and Hoover? And Hoover? <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh all right. No, it's good. Listen, it's a good guess. And you guys, once again, hit 50-50. Uh Hoover is made up by me. Uh you are correct. But Simon and Schuster, they do actually own. Uh the other fake one was PetSmart. I made up PetSmart. Man, tricky. Um Instead of Simon and Schuster. So you're hitting 50-50. I got one more of these before we move on to the next type of real or fake. This is Apollo Global Management. Uh, very suspicious sounding. Melina worked uh, for this company as well. <laughs> well, maybe you'll know, Dan. Which of these uh, do they actually own? Chuck E. Cheese, the Staples Office Supply Store chain, <laughs> the Empire State Building, Yahoo, or Jacuzzi, the company that makes jacuzzis. Named after the actual guy <laughs> named Jacuzzi. That's a real one. I think they own Chuck E. Cheese, Yahoo, and Jacuzzi because they're all the funniest words. <laughs> then I came up with the boring ones. Is that what you're suggesting? <laughs> Yahoo? Search giant Yahoo. Can you still search for stuff on Yahoo? Do they still run a I, Yes, I'm you sure. can. Wow. Um, see, because like I remember reading about Yahoo and they did they get sold? Maybe to Apollo Global Management. It could have been. Because I remember there was Marissa Meyer and then she left. And I remember that Yahoo Japan was the uh, the only profitable part of the company. Right. Hmm. <sighs> okay, let's look at these other ones. The Empire State Building. 
can, now can here's the, here's something I'm going to note. Companies Colby. own anything. Oh, go ahead. I will say, well, this, and this I, is a, this this is true. There was another one I didn't use. A private equity company owns all of the rest stops in the state of Connecticut. <laughs> our own our own by a private equity firm. Hashtag that one was fast privatization. Yeah. Um, well, again, Colby, all of these companies can have of companies which are actually owned by things, right? And real estate, all real estate in New York is owned by these real estate firms. And mm. if you ever look at the outside of the office building, it's like, you know, I forget one of them is like Vornado or something like that. Vornado yeah. Managing sure. Partners or something, something. Mm. So that could be a trick Sean was playing. One thing I was going to point out is every other one of these, there's been one that I'm like, well, obviously they own this and I didn't even think of it. And that was always one of the ones that was fake. And here mm. I'm thinking Staples is the dark horse. Staples, like it's, you know, declining. It's competing with all these other online things. All their stuff is commodities. I'm sure that it was sold and I'm sure that it was sold for cheap and someone might think that they could fire all the employees and and hire some... Uh, design firm at New Jersey to make them a Shopify website instead and, and, and try to turn a profit. Uh, and, and what was your guess was Yahoo as the other <laughs> or other fake one? No, no, my, my fake guesses were staples in the empire state building, but I think you've convinced me that the okay. empire state building is probably owned by a private equity firm. <laughs> Someone's got to own it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're aligned on staples. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say it's either Yahoo or the Empire State Building, but Sean would want us to think that the Empire State Building is ridiculous. Um, mm. <laughs> <laughs> Am I really that clever? You, uh, you're a crafty one. Uh, and by the way, I love the detail with which you're deliberating these, but I have a whole bunch more <laughs> okay, sorry, to get to sorry. in an hour. <laughs> Faster. I think Staples and Jacuzzi. Those are my books. Okay. I think Jacuzzi right. is like a privately owned, like family operated business still. That's my that's my guess. Still in the Jacuzzi and, family. Right. <laughs> jacuzzi family. For all these years. Uh, I'm kind of disappointed because Colby actually nailed it with his very first guess. Oh, I did no. pick the funny ones and come up with staples in the Empire State Building. And that's exactly the logic I used. Man. He saw right through me. Um, <laughs> so those were the fake ones. They do own Jacuzzi uh, and Yahoo. So um, very, very good, Colby. You know me well. All right. Uh, we're going to jump off of private equity and we're going to do a quick hitter. All right. So these are these are nice, short, easy ones. You're just going to say real or fake. These are celebrity alcohols. So obviously uh, celebrities like George Clooney and Ryan Reynolds have their own brand of alcohol. I'm just going to read you a celebrity and their alcohol brand name. You just say real or fake. It's pretty simple. You ready? Okay. Yep. Crystal Head Vodka from Dan Aykroyd. Fake. Real. It is real and it comes in a little crystal head. <laughs> uh I didn't know it was affiliated with Dan Aykroyd. It, it's it's you should Google Crystal Head at some point. It looks ridiculous. Uh, and yes, it is owned by Dan Aykroyd. It was one of the very, very first, actually, celebrity alcohol brands. Uh, how about Digits Bourbon from Scotty Pippen? Fake. Fake. That is real. Damn, what? That is 100 percent real. Uh, Digits Bourbon. It's got a big picture of his hand on it because he's a basketball player. Uh <laughs> How about uh, Survivor host Jeff Probst, Wilderness Reserve Whiskey? Fake. I'm going to keep saying fake. That one is fake. Very good. Okay. That one All was right. made up. Uh, <laughs> how about Born and Bred American Craft Vodka from Channing Tatum? Who's Channing Tatum? <laughs> He's, um, <laughs> He's uh, uh, boy. 21 Jump Street and uh, was he a Magic he... Mike or was that the other guy? I feel like he was. That's what I was. That's what I was going to ask. Magic Mike. <laughs> He's, Magic He's the Magic Mike guy. And what was the name of it again? Uh, well, that would be Born and Bred American Craft Vodka. 
I don't know anything about Channing Tatum. Was Channing is there is there some doubt as to whether Channing Tatum was born and bred uh America? <laughs> because I could see someone doing that like, you know, oh, people think I'm not, but I actually am. Or I could see someone doing it if they're like uh super hardcore about go rah rah America. Hmm. I just feel like vodka is not a very it's not the America alcohol. I think it's fake. That's true. Fake. And who these days would <coughs> ever want to be associated with vodka? Fake. Uh, Channing Tatum would. That is real. Damn. Damn it. Wow. That is absolutely 100% real. Uh, empowerment by Lizzo canned cocktails from Lizzo. Hmm. Mm. Real. Yeah, I'll say real. I busted your ass. That is hella fake. I can't believe you fell for that one. Uh, that sounds this, so this, much Of all the fakes. <laughs> the digits. Born and bred American <laughs> digits. Uh, that's so bad. Uh, this was actually my toughest one to do fakes for. Uh, all right. How about zero gravity vodka from Buzz Aldrin? <laughs> it's gotta be fake. It'd be messed up. I'm gonna say fake okay. for the for the hope of our culture. I I wish it were real. That that was fake, but I I had to put it in just because it sounded very funny. Um, and then the last one here is Vera Wang Party by Vera Wang, and Party is all capitalized. What kind of liquor is it? Uh, it's a wine, actually. Party. Yeah, Vera Wang Party by Vera Wang. I'll say real. Me too. That is real. Good job, guys. You did pretty well on that one. You got some of them. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think we did. We got we, we to gotta get some Crystal Head Vodka and Digits Bourbon and do a taste test or something. It's stuck. Well, I, I have no... Um, yeah, we had some... So, Anyways, I have no liquor at the house, so... Maybe I should stock exclusively with celebrity-sponsored brands. <laughs> I think your friends idea. would be very concerned for your well-being. <laughs> and then each one makes a cocktail named after the celebrity. <laughs> yeah, think about that. Uh, all right, we're going to move on to a new category here. I love this one. Uh, so you guys may not be familiar, but one of the funny things in life that makes me smile is that both IHOP and Denny's uh, chain restaurants both do these promotional meal offers to tie in with movies. Right now they have a Wonka themed menu for the new Timothy Chalamet Wonka movie that's coming out. And so I thought it would be fun to look into the archives and give you guys a list of movie tie-ins and some menu items that went with that movie tie-in. Some are real and some are fake. Are you ready? This is a very Sean. This is the most Sean thing I've ever heard. I'm so excited Mm because some of these, the real and the fake ones are pretty fun. Uh, (laughs) All right. Denny's did a tie-in with the Lego movie, including Emmett's Exciting Scramble and Wild Style Waffles. I didn't even Real know fair. Denny's ever changed their menu. They they do, you will see, they do a lot of tie-ins. Okay, so all right, so that's not the reason why it would be fake then. So this I think is crazy really because sounds pretty good. I, Okay. This one is fake. <laughs> this one is fake. Wild I, I came up with that one. was too good to be fake. It, it, it's these are fun. Uh, Sean, Sean, you should be I marketing. I, <laughs> somebody, has anyone told you? <laughs> I will say some of the real ones are funnier than anything I could ever come up with. Um, they, they they really surprised me. Uh, IHOP did a tie-in with the animated film The Grinch a few years ago. Remember that one? Uh, including Grinch's Green Pancakes and the Whoville Holiday Cheesecake French Toast. Whoville Real Holiday fake. Cheesecake French Toast. Those names are, are worse. Um, so I am going to say that they're real. I think so, too. Those are real. Very good. Very good. 
Uh, Denny's did a tie-in with the 2015 film The Fantastic Four. Remember that one? The the first one with uh, that guy whose name I can't remember in the lead. Uh, and at Denny's, you could get... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Even more obscure. Um, but uh, in 2015, you could get The Thing Burger with Thing Sauce and The Invisible Woman Slam. <laughs> and this was What's Denny's? Invisible this, this was slam. Denny's. Well, you know, they call it the Grand Slam. That's their breakfast. And so this was oh, themed to the movie was the Invisible real, Woman Slam. Real. Sean has too good of an answer for this one. <laughs> well, it's not the only slam that's going to come up. So you you will you can be warned there. I think thing sauce is too weird. I think this is fake. I am flabbergasted. This is real. The thing burger <laughs> with thing sauce. Finally. I mean, I just that that one really blew me away. So very good, Dan. You got that one. Uh, but did you know that Denny's had a tie in with The Hobbit, An Unexpected Journey? And at Denny's, you could get Frodo's pot roast skillet and Gandalf's gobble melt. <laughs> I think this is fake. I'm suspicious of the alliteration now. After okay, I'll, I'll go with fake. Waffles. Uh, this one is a hundred percent real. God damn it! Wow. Just at, and by the way, you can find pictures of all these online. They're they're <laughs> very interesting. Um, did you know you could go to IHOP for a tie-in with Spider-Man: No Way Home and pick up Web to Pancakes or? Aunt May's avocado toast. Aunt May's avocado toast. Is IHOP getting in on the avocado toast game? I think so. Wow. I mean, this wasn't that long ago. <laughs> I think it's fake. Um. I think it's real. Colby caught on to me. This one is fake. <laughs> I made this one up. Uh, Aunt May's avocado toast. I don't know if IHOP has any avocados <laughs> in the building or anything fresh. Uh, <laughs> our final one here is from Denny's. Solo colon a Star Wars story uh, had a tie in at Denny's, including the light speed slam and the blaster fire burger. Starring another guy whose name I don't remember. Something Alden something. Something something something. It's some alliteration in the second half of this one, Colby. Blaster that's, Fire Burger. That's why I'm uh that's why I've That's why I'm pausing. I think it's fake. Fake, fake, fake. Yeah, I'll 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 go with fake. This one is entirely real. God. Damn. Actually existed. You could look, only two of them were fake. Most of those were real. So why do they have um, such bad it, go to your local Denny's or IHOP? I don't. And by the way, go look up the Wonka menu. It looks awful. It looks <laughs> bad. Um, so many more of those to come. You guys have done well so far. I will say um you've you've gotten your fair share of, of incorrect ones but you've got a lot of them right we've got one more category before we wrap up for tonight maybe this okay. will be more your speed uh guys it's december and that can only mean one thing hallmark christmas movies mm -hmm. so what i've done is collected a series of titles and synopsis log lines for these films some being real some being fake all you got to is tell me which is which are you ready yes i'm ready we're gonna start with Horse-drawn Christmas. When a high-powered corporate consultant is unexpectedly drawn to a picturesque small town known for its charming horse-drawn Christmas carriage rides, she discovers the magic of the season and embraces a new perspective on life and love guided by the town's traditions and a chance encounter with an old flame. Horse-drawn Christmas, real or fake? Um... Ugh. God, this is so hard. I'm going to say real. <laughs> I'm going to say fake. <laughs> just... Okay. 
Uh, this one, believe it or not, was written by my good friend ChatGPT. This one is fake. This it's this too, one is not real. Average. That's not fair. I I could not <laughs> listen. It's one thing for me to come up with a fake egg dish, uh, but to write a whole paragraph like that, I was lazy. So, admittedly, I got some help. I came up with the title, though. I will say, and Chat I said, GPT is literally dis- okay. All right, all right. I mean, that's how they write these movies for real, Dan. Uh, I'm, they if they don't do that, they will be doing that. Yeah. All right. How about uh, where where are you, Christmas? When Addie wishes for a year without Christmas, she wakes up in a world of black and white. She must work together with the town mechanic to restore Christmas. Real. Okay, yeah, real. That one is real. Uh, Next up, my Christmas guide. After losing his eyesight, a college professor adopts a seeing-eye dog from a guide dog trainer. As they all begin to spend time together, his confidence returns and his heart begins to open. <laughs> I think that one's real. That one is real. <laughs> all right, you guys are getting these. Uh, how about A Christmas by Sea? When a work-driven event planner is unexpectedly stranded in a charming seaside town during the holidays, she teams up with a local boat captain to organize a heartwarming Christmas celebration, discovering love and the true spirit of the season along the way. What was the name of it again? A Christmas by Sea. Fake. I think it's real. Dan got you on this one. That one is fake. I think I that think one. Colby that Sean just puts Christmas and then adds like a setting to it. Horse drawn Christmas, Christmas by sea. Well, to be that, fair, every every movie in the list has the word Christmas in it. So <laughs> okay, they well, always do. I, let's but, see if my theory fair. holds up. All right. Well, Dan, let's see if you know a snow globe Christmas. In a temper, a cynical TV executive tries to smash a snow globe, but instead it hits her on the head and knocks her out. When she comes around, she finds herself married to a handsome woodworker and mother to two young children in a perfect snow-covered town like the one in her globe. Real or fake? Real. I think it's real. This is actually real. I watched a chunk of this movie a few years ago, (laughs) and it is even stupider than you can imagine. Um, nice. it's very bad and so I had to include that one because I actually uh, know that one uh, and our final one our final real or fake for the whole night you guys have been fantastic sports here Christmas for sale when a down to earth real estate agent is tasked with selling a historic but financially troubled Christmas themed inn she unexpectedly finds herself immersed in the magic of the season while working alongside the inn's charming owner together they strive to revitalize the inn rekindle holiday traditions and discover the true value of love family and the Christmas spirit Christmas fake. for sale. I think it's fake, too. It is fake. The template for these is very predictable. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I, I caught on to you. <laughs> you know, it's like it's like when a job is unexpectedly gone to place uh, during the holidays, she meets up with hot man and discovers yes. love. <laughs> you shouldn't have betrayed the chat GPT thing. So now I'm like, OK, if does this does this like you know synopsis sound like what ChatGPT would output if given this title? There, there were I would literally just say write a log line for Christmas uh, the Hallmark movie Christmas for sale. It was great. I could have done that all day long. Um, good job, guys! You survived real or fake? Thanks. I hope that was a pleasurable experience for you and the folks at home. Yeah. Uh, a little bit of a different challenge. Uh, now, Dan, you can go quiz Lena and see if she knows real or fake private equity holdings. Um, uh, yeah, I'm going to take a screenshot of this. Actually. Or Hallmark movies. Well, the second um, I'll one put was, K- was KKR and the third one was Apollo. Is that right? What I will do is if you give me a second, uh, I haven't. Uh, I'm going to I will send you a link to the Google Doc. Ah, OK, uh, thank you. That uh, that has all of the reels and fakes in it. So you can tell your friends um you can play it up play it at home uh, listen any i guarantee you i will reuse this with matt because he does not listen to the show and i don't feel like writing it again twice so um th- this may be on an upcoming episode don't be surprised if you, if you guys want to give many hints it'd be really funny if you sent it to him ahead of time and then i look like an idiot when he gets more right um no what a treat this has been guys anything else uh, from you this evening before we wrap it up no, no um Last- 
I'm going to be in Australia until January 1st. Oh, my God. Basically. So, Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Happy New Year. Happy New Year's Eve. Happy Hanukkah. Mm -hmm. Everything. Have fun. Yes. Enjoy. Enjoy the celebration. We'll try and Colby now tries to squeeze some episodes in in the month of December. Yeah, I'll report back on on what technology is like when it, you know, the bits, the electrons flow the opposite direction. (laughs) Does does Australia have a funny word for Christmas like down under? I don't know. That's a good question. Mm. Australian slang for Christmas. Yeah, I will report back on all the new slang that I would do. Chrissy, of course. Chrissy, oi, <laughs> celebrating Chrissy down under. <laughs> it started very British, but she got it at the Yeah, end. it takes me a minute to get into it, but once I get there, Dan, you're going to come back with an accent. It's going to be great. It, it could be. Uh, something to work on. Well, uh, good luck, Dan. Godspeed. Colby, I guess this means your topic's up next. All right. Well, I'll have to think about what <laughs> it's going to be. You're on the clock. Uh, no, what uh, what a great uh, treat, everybody. Don'tpank.io is our website. Go there, check out all the episodes, the video, the audio, the whole nine yards. It's all right there, video on YouTube. And, of course, get the audio podcast wherever you subscribe. Just search Don't Panic. And, of course, get a hold of us, show at gmail.com. But we're going to put a pin in it here and wrap it up. On behalf of Dan and Colby, I'm Sean. We appreciate you being here. And we're going to see you next time for a great edition of Don't Panic. This has been a Coffee and Beer production, executive produced by Dan Miller, Colby Rabideau, and Sean Jennings. To learn more, visit coffeeandbeer.tv.